0: welcome to the first episode of liner notes i'm your host luke Neal, coming to you from track 11 studios in downtown portland oregon i think we can all agree that in this day and age of digital downloads and streaming music that the immersive process of combing over liner notes is all but a thing of the past so my goal with this podcast is to showcase the latest indie music releases in portland oregon the pacific northwest and beyond the format's pretty rad In each episode, I'm going to feature the work of two artists by taking a deep dive into their full-length records, EPs, or singles. And of course, if you find yourself digging the show, I would really appreciate it if you would subscribe on your preferred streaming service. Liner Notes is brought to you by Vortex Music Magazine. Get swept up in the vortex at vrtxmag.com. In this episode, I'll be exploring the Nothing Changed EP from Maxwell Cabana, I had a chance to talk to vocalist and guitarist Murray McCullough about the project and found out just how important this record was to the band.
1: One of the first experiences I've had of feeling like what I heard in my head was truly manifest uh, on the record.
0: And later in the podcast, I've got a fantastic single from recording artist Bo Bascoro called Mercy. I recently spoke with Bo about producing this track and he opened up. About how it actually helped him work through some difficult issues.
2: It was really, it was really life-giving, as as much as it was painful, because uh, it became a, a
0: freeing experience after wondering or feeling isolated and ostracized. That and much more on this episode of Liner Notes. So glad that you're here with me today. Let's get things started with some Maxwell Cabana. <music> So the first time I saw Maxwell Cabana live I became an immediate fan. Uh, Last year in the spring they were playing a gig at Kelly's Olympian as a three piece and the rhythm section had me uh, from the word go because there was this Hendrix style vibe and swing that was just so natural and captivating. Then you have Murray's approach to vocals set up against this throwback sound where it's this neo-soul, crisp, you know, pop and R&B vocal that I think is a trademark sound for them. As the night went on, I appreciated more and more of their songwriting and Really, the depth and width that their music had gone to that evening throughout the set, they kept surprising me, and they're just a stellar group of musicians. Here's what Murray had to say about the formation of the band.
1: We got Sean Higgins on bass, and then Jamie Higgins on the drums, and those two introduced me to HB, and they were all in a funk hip-hop project at the time and they asked me to sort of step in as a guitar player. And that's how we all got jamming. And we were gigging a bunch in Portland doing that thing. And that's how I sort of got locked in with Sean and with Jamie. The Nothing Changed EP was
0: released on March 1st of this year. And the song we've been checking out is called Welcome To. And I think it's a really great example of the evolution of the band as far as instrumentation and sonic layers that they've got now that didn't exist on previous recordings. I gravitated toward this track when the EP came out because it's got horns that remind me a lot of Ani DeFranco's 2001 release called Reckoning and Reveling. And besides, this song is just so well-written. So uh, I picked Murray's Brain to see how they came up with it.
1: One of those tracks that just came together super fast, as is the case with a lot of our songs. You know, it just starts with like a riff sort of vibing out and then it just a matter of minutes or hours, we have an arrangement together. When I talk to artists about
0: producing records, I find that most of the time they can point to a specific sound or song that gives that record identity. And that was exactly the
1: case with Welcome To. One of the main tracks that like sort of dictated where the rest of the album went in terms of like, okay, you know, because that was sort of a track where I was like, all right, this track needs to have brass.
0: The next track I'd like to share with you is called Texas. This was the lead single that the band released before the EP came out. And when I was chatting with Murray, he said that he felt that people would relate to this song the most. And he also said that this was the first time in his experience that he took a song from, quote, the basement to reality.
1: One of the first experiences I've had of feeling like what I heard in my head was truly manifest uh, on the record started up, 17 and for mom. you were good to me about...
0: so when a band has an experience like this and they're listening back to the recordings and they sound like what they imagined in their head or sometimes even better this isn't by chance a relationship with a producer and recording artist is just so important these days and Murray had nothing but good things to say about working with producer and engineer Joey Cox on this
1: project. It was a pretty immediate connection in chemistry and like the second we got into the studio studios just, you know, he just has the perfect balance of pushing us when he feels like it needs to be and such a rewarding process for us. So yeah, shout out Joey Cox for sure. The band
0: also worked with a handful of stellar musicians who came into the studio added these horn layers and string layers that I immediately fell in love with, and in my opinion, took Maxwell Cabana to the next level.
1: The background vocals which were done by Angie Fritz, who's a really good friend of mine, amazing vocalist uh, that I met when I was in Texas. And then the saxophone, which was performed by another amazing Portland, now LA musician uh, named Levi Downey. For the other brass was uh, our friend HB, Henry Whittier Ferguson. Um, He's just an incredible MC producer, trumpet player that we have been collaborating with since day one. Now before I move
0: on to the next track, let's fast forward to the end of Texas because I'd like to highlight what they did with this outro. It's one of the many brilliant moments on this EP, but also a great example of one of my favorite songwriting techniques. And that's where the outro turns into a moment that's different or unexpected from the rest of the song. And it's also something that you want to go back to and listen to over and over again. I especially love the strings on this outro. Lauren Naldoza and Sage Coy knocked it out of the park on this track and, of course, the rest of the EP. As we get further and further into the EP, you'll find that there's a spectrum of sound that keeps unfolding. There's a depth to the music and an environment that's created uh, that feels very comfortable. So of course I had to ask them about which studio they use and how they created this vibe.
1: We tracked it um, at Revolver Studios in Portland, just off of Burnside. It's a really old building, one big live room and then a control room for Joey and just Built our sound around that, you know, finding our go to sounds with some really cool old guitars and some really cool old amps. And we were just stoked on how it came out. And then the rest of it, we did overdubs just at Joey's home studio. The song we're listening to right now is called Real Ones,
0: and in my opinion, contains the raddest surprise out of the entire EP, which is a verse from HB. They want to split it over, But that kid was gone And that other one was looking Kinda like a shooter I think we made the wrong maneuvers But the real homies Always been down for some
1: Um, It was the first time we had recorded A rap verse On a Maxwell Cabana song But we've been collaborating And doing like live hip hop stuff with HB Since before Maxwell Cabana was even formed
0: Or like you really care The fake friends was never really there Ethereal presences on
1: serious sedatives Let's set the record
0: The EP's been out for a little bit now and Murray said the fan reaction to the songs has been great
1: People have been really into them and really supportive of the record and yeah, we just appreciate getting to share it with people who like it and people who listen. It really is a wonderful body of
0: work that will make you want to go back and listen to this thing from top to bottom over and over again. So congratulations to the band and their production team on a killer EP.
1: We really collaborated super hard on it and, you know, put our heads together to make the best record we could. Big thanks to Murray McCullough for taking the time
0: to chat with me for the podcast. Be sure to follow Maxwell Cabana on Facebook at Maxwell Cabana Music. From there, they also have the link to their Instagram and Bandcamp. Then you can find the band on Twitter at Maxwell underscore Cabana. The Nothing Changed EP is available for download and streaming now. Stick around because next we'll be diving into Mercy, the anthemic single from Bobascoro, right after this. Are you looking to find out more about the Portland music scene? Because if you're anything like me, you want to know about breaking artists, new releases, and which shows to check out in town. Well, one of my favorite resources is Vortex Music Magazine, a chronicle of Portland's musical Vortex. So after this episode, head on over to vrtxmag.com for some killer content, like a show calendar, concert reviews, and upcoming music releases. To get even more, you can join the Vortex Access Party. As a member, you'll get exclusive access to monthly contests for things like framed photos, vinyl, festival tickets, and the list goes on. You'll also receive a copy of Vortex in the mail each quarter, so be sure to sign up at vrtxmag.com forward slash subscribe. Follow Vortex on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at vrtxmag. About a year and a half ago, I discovered the music of Bo Bascoro, and his singles, The Woman and Show and Tell, haven't left my personal playlist ever since. Uh, he's got stellar vocals, his tunes always feel intimate and vulnerable, and he's delivered yet again on a single that he dropped in July called Mercy. Uh, here's what he had to say about the inception of the track. I went on a songwriting trip to Bend. I just like rented
2: the studio apartment from a buddy and just brought my brought my studio there and I put together just a compilation of singles that um, you know I sent I sent all of them to my producer uh, Justin Abel and this is the one that really kind of captivated him the most and and keep my circles because I can't the time
0: after listening to the track a few times and becoming familiar with the lyrics, it was pretty apparent that Bo is addressing some heavy subject matter with this song.
2: The origin of this came from the idea that for some reason I'm just kind of like l- I'm losing sleep over the fact that I feel like people have been watching me and and observing me and passing judgment on me. With my out for every selfish little deed. There's a line in it that's just t- I mean that's the, the whole point of the song it's I'm begging for mercy but then I'm Realizing there's really no difference between someone passing judgment and someone else passing judgment on that person. It's, we're all we're all flawed, and we all have our thing, but that should
0: not uh, determine how you treat someone. Bo went on to talk about this track and the impact it's had on him, both personally and as an artist. I don't know. It's, it was really
2: it was really life giving, as as much as it was painful, because uh, it became a, a freeing experience after wondering or feeling isolated and ostracized.
0: I adore the production on this song and the sonic choices that were made.
2: Mixing was Justin Abel from Tone Lab Studio and mastering was our buddy Stephen Pettyjohn.
0: He's great and he's a great
2: guy and we had Chancellor Breeder, he's m- one of my favorite guitar players. He's played on every single one of my tracks. You know, I had my my idea already in place and then Chancellor came in and just slayed these guitar lines that we were like, we would never,
0: we'd never have thought of that if you he weren't here, so. And by making these production choices coupled with the vulnerability and power of Bo's performance, it's the perfect mixture for me of a soundtrack type song. Uh, I told Bo, For me, the standout highlight is The Bridge. I love its message, its dynamic build, and the lyrics are extremely moving.
2: You get to The Bridge and it's talking about all this chaos that's happened to you, and uh, literally it just felt like I was this TV show. I was this spectacle where everyone had their eyes on me and everyone was watching me. When we got to The Bridge, we, we just went over the lyrics and we actually we wrote those lyrics the same time that we tracked the vocals and so I think that's why the, 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 the performance was as, I guess, as expressive or dynamic as it was because it was such a fresh concept that I was like, oh, I completely feel this and I know exactly how I feel about this and I know, I know how I want to say this. I don't know, basically, I just want it to sound like how I want to listen to a song. You know, I want to write music that I would want to listen to.
0: Hats off to Bo and his production team for putting out yet another stellar single. Mercy's available now for download on iTunes, Spotify, and all other streaming services. Be sure to follow Bo on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I really hope you enjoyed the pilot episode of Liner Notes. Special thanks to recording artist Brahman for the killer theme music. Find out more about Brahmand at www.berahmand.com. And of course, a huge thank you to Maxwell Cabana and Bo Bascoro. Be sure to follow them on all social media platforms for the latest on their projects. And once again, today's episode was brought to you by Vortex Music Magazine. Remember to head on over to vrtxmag.com to sign up for the Vortex Access Party. Catch my radio show, Sounds of PDX, every Tuesday from 7 to 9 p.m. on 99.1 FM Portland Radio Project. PRP is a nonprofit, independent station that plays a local artist every 15 minutes. Find out more at www.prp.fm. You can also find me hosting the television program PDX Spotlight on Comcast or over at www.pdxspotlight.com. Now, PDX Spotlight features live performances and interviews with artists from Portland and beyond. To see what else I'm up to, go to soundsofpdx.com and be sure to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at soundsofpdx. Thank you for spending part of your day with me. And until next time, I've been your host, Luke Neal, reminding you to support and discover local music.